Hello and welcome to Chapter 5 of Genius. Albert has gotten himself into some crazy situations, um, but he's also had some brilliant and beautiful thoughts this week, so we're excited to talk about it. And we have a special guest, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello and welcome to Chapter 5 of Genius. Things have just become more precarious uh, and dramatic and also exciting. Uh, I'm your host, Joelle Monique, and um, let the beautiful panel introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. I'm Louisa Sharamatian. You can find me on Instagram at Nobody Reads Anymore and on Twitter at Nobody Reads. Hey, everybody. I'm Elizabeth Alfano, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dinner Party CHGO. Hey, there, guys. My name is Zach Silverman, uh, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. At Zach with a C-H Silverman 2. And I'm also on the live chat, so come in and talk yeah, to us. Chat, chat us up, people. Chat us up. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It has been a busy episode. I want to say week, but time is relative, and we're not... And we, we covered 22 years in here, so... Uh, 23 So it's been nutty. I want to get your guys' highlights. What were your favorite parts of this episode? When Einstein and Elsa finally contact with eyes, I just feel like that's true love right there. Oh my gosh, I felt the exact opposite. Yeah. I was waiting for the passion. It didn't come for me. They got introduced... I thought their their meeting was so deadpan. Oh wow! Really? Oh, I didn't feel it. You know what no, I, I saw? I saw the complete. I saw what Einstein um, had the opposite of. I mean, mm-hmm. initially he mm-hmm. didn't want the wife. You know, just right. the average wife, mm-hmm. and now he's seeing the other side of life. Domesticated, with Maleva, domesticated. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's like, oh man, maybe this life is the better life. Yeah, when yes. they're walking down that hill, and he's like, but you're such a good conversationalist, yeah. and yes. you're so, and you're like a great cook. I'm like, these are all the things you said you didn't care, care about. about. Well, right. You, you lie. Well, and in a way, he's very <laughs> he traditional lie. because he also when. Um, well, Monsieur times, Curie you know? says he will not take the Nobel Prize without his wife being credited. Sure does. Mm-hmm. Albert doesn't really credit her. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. says everybody kind of knows it. So he just sweeps it under the rug. I feel like this is definitely one of those things where uh, Albert is being honest when he says people are the biggest mystery to me. Um, and things that That's might seem simple quote. to us to understand where it's like, well, maybe if you just shared a little bit of credit, you know, yeah. for him, I think but women have always taken care of me. And is this not what she does? Is this what's different here? Um, I like this moment, too. How did we feel about his lecturing? Like, he had a lot of theories this week, and also we see a lot of early lecturing, which is much different than the very first episode where he is just, like, it is old hat to him. And then so seeing the origins, I really enjoyed that. He was very, I think, embarrassed and shy at first. Are you talking about the first scene? Yeah, the first lecture. He was, he, um... They were walking out on him. Well, he took one, the class one. outside. He's like, I'm I'm bad at lecturing, but I'm a great talker. So let's go, go outside and just, you know. I love that concept. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is where Steve Jobs, because he has yeah. that same thing. He's like, you know what? Let's go for a walk. We'll talk. And all of his meetings were walking. Really? Walking and talking. Most cool. of his meetings were walking and talking. And I think cool. that's where uh, Steve Jobs pulled it from Albert. And I think that's awesome. He was... That was a cool little scene. Yeah. He's like talking, and his class yeah. went from like four people to like what? There's like ten people. In that yeah, set. there's Easily. a lot of questions. Yeah. Ask me about anything. You and know, nature like, influences mm-hmm. physics. Yeah, it so it's just so such much. a natural tie. And he's so curious yeah. about life in general. So. I wrote down a quote. Um, actually, it wasn't awesome. from the actual uh, show. Albert's uh, Albert Einstein's own quote: "The greatest scientists are artists as well." Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's awesome because like you can't take in influences. You can't be this artist without perceiving the world around you and if mm-hmm. you're stuck in this lab the entire time 
What are you going to do? Of course. You know, how are you going to ask those influential questions? So. Elizabeth, what was your favorite moment of the episode? Well, what I liked the most, and I know we've said this throughout the whole series, but so we have this genius on our hands, and he's just whipping off papers left and right. It's like nothing for him. You know, in 50 minutes, he's got general relativity and special relativity, and <laughs> so he's just got molecules. I mean, he's got more concepts than yeah. he can uh, hold on to. But I love how it shows that he's so human. So like most people, seven, ten years into marriage, a child or two, and you start to realize this is so much work and it's not making me happy. So what do I do? My commitments to my children, my commitments to my wife, where do I go? I'm torn. And so we see him struggle with the basics that we all struggle with. So he's this genius on one side and then he's just got to deal with life like the rest of us. So I really like those touching moments Mm -hmm. when it makes us see how human he is. He was so afraid of hurting Mileva. Yeah. So he was stuck in, in between his thoughts. He didn't know how to focus on work, mm. then go home and just at least, experience that At least trauma. he was trying to be a good man. Yeah. He was trying to, <laughs> With his to, children, to, too, I think he was. He yes. was at least human in that sense because yeah. he's such a scatterbrained person where he doesn't really know <laughs> what to say, what to do, how to act in the situation. At least he had the gumption to know, like, I have to take care of my kids still. If I leave mm-hmm. Maleva, it will ruin my family and my, my kids. What I really value about uh, these scenes is how it portrays being in an emotional relationship with somebody with depression. It's incredibly right. challenging. I even didn't realize. Yeah, Maleva. Yeah. Like, postpartum? What she's, what she, well, well modern-day postpartum. postpartum depression. It, maybe she, it might be postpartum, but we do get her mother saying, early on, you've always had your you know depressions, and she says, I was going through my own bout of melancholy. It seems like something yeah. has plagued her, her entire existence. And I've always, I've always, sorry, I've always seen previous episodes and I'm like where is this nut job coming from what is this like the the turn on a dime mm-hmm. thing and it makes sense more we see Edward mm-hmm. her son, second son and it, it, how it kind of goes down through the genes and stuff I think there's something in their family. I Yes, although I think there must be some strain of guilt with Albert, because in the beginning, mm-hmm. I think it was episode two or three, she says, Albert, this is um, Samantha Coley, um, uh, Maleva Maravich, who says, you're driving me crazy. Albert, you are taking me to the brink, because he says he's going to be faithful, and then he's not, and then he takes it so lightheartedly, and, you know, poor Maleva, she has all these dreams. She mm-hmm. herself is a renowned physicist. And watching those slip through her fingers while she irons, I think, is it's a, it's maddening. It's a very layered performance from Coley yeah. because she is dealing with a lot of things. And I, that's what I think what I'm really enjoying about the show is it doesn't pin it on anything. Like, genuinely, no one is to blame. Like, Albert could have been a better husband yeah. and taken more time and paid more attention but to Maleva, but he doing, struggled with that. But he's also just being a, a man of the times. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, but... And Maleva could do more studying like if she could get herself organized like I know a lot of moms who do a a whole bunch and it's exhausting work but they find time for their hobbies and for the things they care about but she's pinned everything on Albert so it's a lot of people making a lot of choices that don't end up to anyone being happy which is why like when we get into Curie and she starts pointing those things out she's like we don't have to live in conventional times we don't but we see the opposite end of those things as well, where like we finally get to see uh, Maleva and, and her like uh, her heroine face to face, and she's like, "Oh my God, I'm so jealous of you. I wish I had the life that you had. How did you and your husband make?" And she's like, "Make we what?" We did it. She's right. like, my yes. kids hate my me. Kids, yes. no, I had I no time. No this, is, this is one side of what, what I do could have happened. Have you have all. this side. They're both jealous of each other. And, yeah. it's like, and that one... Qu- the grass is always green on the other side. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. I, I love how she makes this great French statement, you know, marriages aren't meant to last, you know. I mean, Marie mm-hmm. Curie, I find her so well, French. Well, she said wonderful. that main quote to Einstein. She said, you and I don't accept the rules and conventions of science, so why must we accept traditional marriage? It's okay to remarry if you find someone else. And actually, that's the part when she 
opened up about her affair. Yeah. Not to go too yeah. forward about the I'm scene. I'm sorry. I, maybe I was a little confused. Was there an affair? Or I thought they she said her husband died. So she, her husband died, but there was rumors in town that she was having an affair with a married man. But oh, Einstein, being so intelligent... Okay. I didn't recognize that he was married I, either. She, yes, yeah. he's married. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That, I thought she... I was like, her husband died. Like, she's allowed to She wasn't embarrassed by it. Yeah, so Einstein, being so intelligent, went up to her and said, I've heard rumors, but it's about you getting another Nobel Prize. Yeah, that so was, yes. He didn't even bring That's it up. That's the romantic yes. in him. And towards He's the end, she opens up to him and says, you know, yeah, it's love and I don't regret it. Yeah. All right, guys. So that was a very quick rundown of the show, but it's only because we have the most amazing guest for you. I'm going to kick it to Elizabeth to do the introduction. So we are thrilled. Coming to us live from London, we know her from things like The Crucible and Victoria, but really Hello. it's for her incredible performance, Hi. drop dead, knockdown performance <laughs> as Maleva Merritt. Samantha Coley, welcome. Thanks for welcome. Skyping us from Hi London. There. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So I want to talk to you. First, I'm going to introduce the panel, and then I'm going to ask you some questions. We'll all dive right in. So here we have Joelle, and this is Louisa, and Hi. this is Zach, and I'm Elizabeth. I can't actually see anyone. Is, oh, I can't. That's, that's, oh, that's the design. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Then, he, okay. then we're just a group of voices to you. Okay. So I want to know, your character is so incredibly demanding because she has these incredible highs and these incredible lows, so the emotional range is quite stark, and then you have a physical ailment, and you have a Serbian accent. So I wanted to know how you prepared for this role, which is quite challenging. Really, I was just, I was really, really focused on doing her justice. Um, Maleva Marich, I, I didn't know she existed um, when I was asked to audition for the part, and then when I um, researched her, I was kind of aghast that I didn't know, and um, she's this woman that was kind of... Uh, chewed up and spat out by history and the main thing for me it, irrespective of the you know her physical ailment and the accent and looking more like her it was just doing it all well and doing it all in a way that is respectful to her and doing her justice and um having the world uh meet and and um, get to know a woman that you know they don't and i i really hope that i, I did that okay but yeah the um the serbian accent i relied on dale uh, dale wyatt our um, accent coach very heavily. She became a bit of a um, safety blanket for me and kept me on the straight and narrow. And uh, the her physical um, limp was in large part, yeah, a lot of um, experimentation and um, a, uh, a boot which was much much uh, yeah. <laughs> bigger than one of the others. And um, yeah, but I wanted to do that in a way that wasn't kind of um, uh, mocking her. Almost, it was uh, yeah. You know, talking about her character, Samantha, I read that you did some research about her role and came across real authentic letters between Einstein and Mileva. How was that, and what did the letters say, I have to ask? Yeah, I mean, I, I came across um, letters between Albert and Mileva, but also Mileva and her best friend, wow. uh, Helena Savage, and um, they were a gold mine, wow. um, an absolute <gasps> gold mine, and I was really surprised that the letters... The early letters between Albert and Maleva were quite um, saucy and quite uh, <laughs> naughty and quite. Um, I was reading science, it thinking, huh? yeah, I, I, I'm attracted to oh. Einstein. I guess I, I, I guess so, so sexy, yes, in that way. Yeah, it was very witty and funny, and um, I loved that Maleva kept him on his toes and was very um, sharp back with him. And um, you know, it was reading it, you couldn't help but see they were just these two very passionate young people in love and it was a meeting of the minds and um, 
yeah, very, very sad the way it ends. But in the letters, especially the early ones, are just a wonderful read. And as I say, I encourage anyone who's interested to to find the letters and to read them because they're they're really quite lovely. I will do just that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you about your the costuming for the show. Um, Maliva is in these beautiful costumes, but also. Uh, Typically, I, I find they feel very confining, or they look like they're very confining, and that kind of correlates with her character. Is she's constantly being suffocated and stuffed into corners and places where she doesn't want to be. Did you have any say over costuming, and how did costuming influence your performance? I love the costume. I mean, it's it's funny that you say that actually. That um, a lot of it was constricting and um, confined into corners because I actually found the opposite. I to me, it felt like an armor. Um, that wow. she was making this decision to be quite masculine um, in a masculine world. You know, these bows, the the, the very large bows, and the the um, it, it felt. I felt like people could mess with me less when I when I was dressed as Maleva. Wow. Um, and it was. Um, I felt it was a choice on her part to not be invisible, to not be palatable, to not be feminine, to not be pretty and girly. But she was saying, "I'm here." look at me and um, take me seriously and I love that um, I mean every morning um, when I'd get dressed and I'd, I'd, I'd um, it, it felt like I was kind of going into battle a bit I uh, yeah costume is one of the um, one of the great joys of um, of the work and it's um, yeah it was brilliant you can see the passion for the character you have written all over your yes, face. Yes, it's so yeah. true. And I wanted to riff off of that. You know, many of your scenes are so emotionally challenging, as I mentioned before. I wondered how that is on you, because you probably do three, four, five takes. And so, if oh, you, more than more, more than, than that. that. I mean, yeah. sometimes, especially with that. Um, I think there's a scene where I, I lob a teapot and I'm crying, and yeah. Um, yeah. I did that quite a few times. But I think I I, I love it because I feel most connected to her um in those moments and I remember my voice getting quite hoarse at the end and um but it was just it you know it doesn't it, interestingly it doesn't fatigue you in in a way that you'd you'd think because you're I mean if you think about yourself when you're crying and you're you know you're really feeling it you don't stop in the middle and go oh I need to catch up catch my <laughs> you're you know you're really in yes. it and um yeah. You know those scenes. Like we had a um, a wonderful camera operator called Ryan, and um, I remember he was really in it, and Johnny was really in it, and I was really in it. And so it's not, you know, yeah, it's not exhausting. It's just it, you you feel like you're flying, and you feel like you're you're really alive, um, and someone else is kind of coursing through you. It's um, something quite hard to explain. It's exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as the yeah. chemistry. As far as the chemistry with Johnny Flynn, how important was that to be made before actually playing his wife? Because he's also quite sexy. Yeah. I have to say, he's <laughs> just the cutest <laughs> yeah. little thing on the planet. So, really. Were you worried yes. that you wouldn't hit it off at first? How was that experience? Yeah, I think there's always that thing of um, when you know you're going to be working quite closely mm -hmm. with someone else, you always worry that they're going to be nice and not a nasty piece of work. And um, <laughs> I, I was just when I met Johnny I instantly felt relieved oh, because he's great. honestly the one one of the loveliest guys you'll ever meet and one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life and he was just so generous and we um we instantly I think understood each other as actors I think um he knew that Maleva was really important to me and it was really important for me to do her justice and I immediately recognized in him that um 
Albert was very important to him and I think there was a, a sense of play instantly and a, a you know a respect between us and he's wonderful to act opposite and um yeah it was brilliant yeah, it was and yeah once through. I knew he was sorry yeah. it was shining through the screen it was it, beautiful yes yeah. yes it's palpable yeah, yeah we yeah. see it yeah oh, so uh thanks. we have a live chat going on and we actually have a uh, a member who has a question for you Good. samantha if Thank you wouldn't you. mind brian asks um what was it like playing someone who has been treated so underrated in the world of science maleva sadly has been seen basically as einstein's ex-wife and baby mama how does that make you feel yeah, I mean, again, one of the things one of the things that really annoys me is um, on her Wikipedia that one of the main things is that she's Einstein's wife, and a actually she's so much more than that, and um, that's what I hope that you know this series does, and I think it's a real triumph of the series, which I'm I'm very grateful for, is that they gave they gave time and and scope to show Maleva's story and um, her potential and what she was kind of robbed of, really, and not just through. Albert, but also the time um, that she lived in, and you know the hoops that she had to had to jump through. Also, the the very real female choices that I still have to think about mm. in 2017 that haven't <laughs> gone away and are still very prevalent. But again, it goes back to I think my first answer is that it was just really important to me um, to to really show that in its truth, to show that very as I say, female trajectory and to show how hard it is and that it's not fair that she wasn't credited and um that still goes on today and uh there are certain worlds that are very impenetrable for women and um yeah it was important to me and uh i could see that you made that... Some, some very strong choices in, in what you did in your acting it was phenomenal i'm stunned by yeah. how how many performances you give every time yeah You're one of my favorite characters i have to say Oh wow! Thank you so much. That's so lovely. Thank you. Yeah, no, I do. I do agree. Incredible. I think the breakdowns that Maleva has, in many ways, leaves a, a lasting imprint on the entire series. I mean, she's such an incredible character played by you. How much oh. did the directors influence your portrayal, or did they let you do it on your own and study ahead, and then you just let it rip? It's it's a bit of both, really. I mean, the directors we've had were uh, amazing, absolutely amazing, and I think that was why it was such a wonderful. Um, experience because it was very collaborative and also they you know they let me have my own opinion and they they um, were just wonderful about me saying oh my god I've, I've I read this in the letter and I and I think she's doing this at this moment and um, I think she's feeling this and you know could I have a crack at crack at that and then you know that it was a you know when you're being directed by by some of the directors that we had Ron Howard and um, all of the um, uh, other amazing directors you you just feel so lucky that you're kind of there's this dialogue um talking about as i say um a female character and they're giving time and space and energy and thought to what she was going through and um giving time for the audience to kind of really key into um to a, a female narrative which is quite um quite rare and you know very special Absolutely. So, when you're done playing Maliva, when Genius is all done, we don't know how many seasons it's going to have yet, but when it's all done, um, what do you think you're going to walk away with after playing Maliva? Um, yeah, I'm, I I already miss her. I, that's why I'm probably being a bit overly, because I, I love talking about her. I think um, what I take away is I think... Um, hopefully I, I kind of stand my ground a bit more as a woman mm -hmm. and I think um, I have less time for people making things m 
more difficult for me because of my my gender or you know I have less time for people thinking that I'm not capable of what a man is capable of mm. um, and I don't say that in a kind of um, in a way that's uh, kind of male bashing or anything like that because I really don't think that that's what it is it's just um, I think Maleva's given me um, an inner strength that um, e- that you can just you know quietly take your space and and it's okay to do that and it's okay to kind of um, shout when you're being messed with. <laughs> um, so I guess to uh, we have so much about Maleva in the show. We see so much about her, and uh, you've done such a great job of really uh, shedding light on who Einstein's uh, love was. Kind of want to get into you. Um, what oh, is gosh. a uh, what is a perfect Sunday for you? Wow! Oh, great question. perfect Sunday. Um, well, it would involve my dog. Okay. Um, Yay! What kind of dog? <laughs> we love dogs. Here. I've got quite a few. I my oh. uh, I have a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel um, oh. called Lady, quite lady. in the cliche like Lady in the Trap. <laughs> but um, she is the uh, the absolute love of my life. And um, yeah, a perfect Sunday would be taking her on a a cliff walk um, in Devon, where I'm from. Um, sun shining, uh, taking it easy. Good nice. film. So, I'm pretty easy to please, really. Sounds wonderful. So in the past, you're <laughs> known for playing period pieces, like you've, in Victoria. So now this is Einstein, another big historical piece. In the future, do you want to play any, play any modern characters? Yeah. yeah, and I'd love to act in my own accent as well, because I have <laughs> a lot of <laughs> Yeah, I was so taken back when hearing it. Oh, I, I've never, as I say, I, I started my first job... Um, I did a, a Yorkshire accent, and then, as I say, I've done uh, Serbian and other bits and bobs, but never my never my own. Yeah, and I'd love to do um, something modern, and um, yeah, yeah, I really awesome. would like to actually. So I have a quick question. I'm, I'm just yeah. telling it up. I haven't done anything modern. Yeah, I've, I've only ever done. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward. Yeah, I've done modern plays, but not yeah, not not TV. Okay. So speaking of the things that you've done in the past that have been more historical. They've also been sort of niche, if you will, niche market things. And so when you found out that you did get this part and you'd be working with the likes of Ron Howard, what was that like for you? Oh, I, it sound, it's really uncool, but I cried on the phone when my agent called me. I was, I was, I was very uncool and I burst into, <laughs> and not delicate weeping, like proper snotty, like <laughs> really. Um, A mild wail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, you know, it's, it's as elegant as possible, but you're still, uh, still pretty, pretty full on. I was just, um, and I, I think I was right to react like that because it was such a wonderful, wonderful experience um, from start to finish. Every single person I came into contact with um, on Genius just touched me in a way that I'm, I'm I think I'm going to carry with me forever it was I, I can't fully articulate um what a special experience it was and as I say not just breathing life back into a woman that um I feel was was very wronged um as I said by by history and how things turned out but also you know and and, and you know the real joy of of getting to play a part that is that is so meaty and is so um just such a you know a joy to explore every day but it was the people as well like you know getting directed by by pinch me directors literally but also <laughs> the, and the other actors and everyone in makeup and costume and 
you know, I I, I got sick in in Prague um, on uh, two days before my last um, my last shoot, and I I um, never forget this. The one of the drivers took me to hospital, and he was just this lovely like lovely 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 human being and I was in a foreign country by myself like freaking out couldn't no one could understand me in the hospital and (laughs) and you know this this guy is with me like stroking stroking my back said you know are you okay and like that doesn't that's just you know that's a wonderful experience of just meeting wonderful lovely people and um yeah it was just a dream an absolute dream so I was right to kind of uh burst into tears and it's not all over my mobile phone. <laughs> you burst into to, uh, a lot of really intense emotions uh, on the show. Uh, Maleva's kind of a, a heavy character. What did you guys do to relax? I mean, you're, you're always on the road uh, during taping because you guys tape this globally. It's incredible. Uh, what did you guys do to relax? Um, what's I, I, I think I've, I mooched around Prague a lot. There's a place <laughs> called um, The Bake Shop where I went and ate a lot of chocolate things um and yeah just I ate a lot drank drank a bit of wine which I shouldn't have and um (laughs) yeah and we all just kind of I think the thing about it is we were all very immersed in it Mm. and um we popped home um now now and again but it, it it really did feel like this just this real family that was out there and um yeah we kind of there was the thing is when I think back about it I just think about laughing a lot I mean I think everyone everyone said to me oh my god you're crying all the time and wow that's a bit full-on and intense but it was just really fun and um I I yeah it was just really fun it sounds so dreamy and special like a little bubble like a perfect bubble world (laughs) it was really I it um you know when you because I I started out um when I first went to Prague it was blistering sunshine and so when I put on those bows and the and the corsets and the you kind of think oh and then I ended in deep snow um you know beautiful uh amazing thick fluffy snow and uh it it does it feels a bit like a snow globe (laughs) when I think about it it's just this perfect little thing and um yeah it was great well, I know we've all been sort of bubbling about you, but really, when we're not talking to you live, it's true that every show we say, like, oh, my God, can you imagine that performance from Samantha? That was so incredibly Aww. strong. And so we're fans, and I hope that you'll come back at another time because yeah. this has really been a delight it's been a and a treat. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. That means the world to me. I, I'm i so happy that people just think that my you know my Maleva's okay and that I, I that was the main thing that I just wanted I wanted to do right by her and have people kind of think that Maleva was um an amazing woman because that's another thing about the letters she she regularly wrote that she didn't think she was lovable and she didn't oh, think that she deserved wow. love yeah you definitely and, did um, her justice so you did her justice because yeah. it's given the performances that you give it's very easy for uh, um uh, someone to look at it and be like, oh, I don't care for this person. I hate like that that actress, like whatever. She's just like, boohoo, whatever. But you do an amazing performance. <laughs> and honestly, sir, like it, um, it, you you tether the line of of really feeling for the character or just like not caring at all, and you do a perfect performance of it. So, yeah, thank you so much. Yes. That's I mean, as I say, it means the world for people to think that to love Maleva. I yeah. I feel that the jobs the job is um job you know. well like you said if one person googles her to find out who she is then you've done your job so. yeah there you yeah go. 
exactly and i just i I, I feel happy that i kind of done done some some work in writing the wrong that that she experienced and yeah, it's, it's well a done. joy, joy to hear. Well, we're keeping joy. our fingers crossed for award season for you. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well we are. Yeah. Um, before oh. we let you go, though, I wanted to ask, where can people find you next? What do you have upcoming? Um, nothing I can talk about. Oh, yeah. oh you do have good things coming, I hope. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hopefully, I have fingers crossed as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. that there, there will be something I'm next. Sure I'm still be. kind of trying to keep in my snow globe of Maleva for, for <laughs> as long as as long as possible but yeah hopefully there's something next hopefully well can we find you on social media so we can follow you and see what you're up to yes i'm on i'm on twitter um which is just my last name uh collie sam okay and then uh i'm on instagram i've really i've got i tagged instagram. you i know it's you see <laughs> <laughs> a diary it's like i snap you. i'm like i'll remember it um so yeah i've i think i've i've gone down the rabbit hole of instagram yeah. as well which is um my full name samantha collie or one yep. word okay wonderful so we'll be sure to follow you and see what you have going on because we'd love to see more from you and then have thank you back you. so yeah. thanks so much bye. that's lovely talking to you thank wonderful. you very much thank you thanks samantha so thanks for joining us bye Bye, night night. Oh, uh, good afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. so that was bye, so bye. wonderful. So great to have her. Oh, Absolutely. my gosh. So that's Samantha Coley joining us all the way from England? London. 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 What a gem. Goodness. So personal. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> Oh, so charming. Yeah, I love that Gorgeous. Yeah. Very different. Stunning. I'll yes. be shocked if she's not cast in a bunch of things oh, immediately. Yes. Because Seriously, of this. Yeah. This right. is it. Yes. She said she can talk about it. I I'm going to be stalking her. I am being I want her to, to get an award. She's so Something. well deserved. Oh, yeah. If she's not at least nominated for like a Golden Globe or an oh, Emmy, wow. I will throw things. Things will burn. Yes. Such an important character. Oh, jeez. Yeah, she should. Hey, well, we're just talking about Maleva getting overshadowed. I don't want Samantha to I be overshadowed because that oh, no. her performances, yeah. all of them, have been outstanding. Absolutely. Um, we've got just a few more minutes. I wanted to talk about uh, one of my favorite characters in this episode, Dr. Young, yes. um, who yeah. was fun and lively and intelligent Father and figure. also kind of quirky. And that's like all my favorite things. And sweet. In yeah. He was, oh, yeah. had a sweetness to him. Yeah. yeah, I always imagine Carl Young to be something a little bit of a, like just the Pope, uh, the pipe smoking guy. Mm. Like, so tell me your feelings and not really care too much. But yeah, he was... And he influenced the show, Einstein. Listen, the show just gives like great uh, humanistic... Uh, uh, qualities to mm-hmm. all these characters and to these like, giants, really, yeah, these yes, giants. You right. just like you, you, you idolize them, and you're like, oh, Einstein, the smartest man in the world, and you're like, but no, but he's really human, who has flaws and all mm-hmm. these problems and issues that he's gone through. And same with, Carl. I mean, we didn't get too much of Carl Young, but well, and I love that we get these historical references, so it just mm. helps you keep oh, time where together yeah. where we Kafka are historically. Came into it Kafka really comes in for a drink, yeah. and you know, <laughs> Carl Young cool. is around. Yeah, it's very well, fun. I love it. Carl Young actually helped Einstein get over his stage fright, kind of. He said, yeah. You have to conquer your fear. And then they Ooh, show yes. Einstein walking to the conference room like he's owning it, like, I'm going to do this. Well, and then we have that wonderful scene where he talks about the specialty of the number four, yeah, which I adore this moment. Four psyches, four compasses, four elements, four rules of the compass, nature, the compass, and And nature and the seasons. Maybe there's four dimensions instead of three. Yes. To which, of course, Einstein has this beautiful aha Uh moment that leads to the spider on the record. Yes. Uh, Yeah. But it's great how they didn't say what the fourth dimension was. Yes. You guys don't know what it is. Well, I know the fourth dimension. It's I've time. S- I've seen calculations uh, of it. The fourth dimension is time. time. 
It's just time. It's just time. It's just what about like the time? The box is it yeah, constantly well, folding yeah. in on itself and yes. then outside of itself. Yeah. So it, is that just a physical representation of yeah, time? Yeah. So um, you have the Earth and the Earth is spinning, um, and your relative speed is um, what we feel. And then, uh, but the Earth itself is also going around the Sun, and then the Sun itself is going around in the universe. We don't feel that speed itself, but um, it's all relative within the time of. Yeah, uh, the other dimension. What he said—that makes so much sense. <laughs> sure, Zach. Sure, sure. Science. love it. It's very confusing. I still, sure. I, it's hard for me to grasp a lot of it, but um, yeah, it's time as the fourth dimension. So yeah, I, I, cool. I like this scene because uh, I, I feel like uh, quirky people who don't necessarily need to be able to fully explain themselves are my favorite, mm-hmm. uh, and Doctor Young certainly embodies that. And we see that again when he's talking to Edward in the hospital, and Edward's like. Freud is the only one who could understand me. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of like uh, I was young in the '90s, and uh, my older cousins that I looked up to when Kurt Cobain died. They were like, yeah. "No one's gonna get it, like Kurt. <laughs> like it's over now." And I felt he felt the same way about Freud. He's like the father issues. He gets me, and he understands me. And Edward does this amazing flip of like yeah. he was like a father to me too. I'm young not does sh- young Carl Young does yes Edward, yes yeah, excuse me yes yeah. Young does um, and it felt. Maybe like a partial truth. I don't know the history on this. Yeah, no, they. I think um, they worked. He worked under him uh, for a little bit, Freud, and then they went separate ways because Freud had his uh, right. theories of like the mother, the father, mm-hmm. the id, and all, and all that stuff. And Young was just like, no, no, no. This is it's this way. Yeah, they interesting because yeah. the story felt like it was created for Edward in the scene just in watching the scene I felt like it was created for Edward to have this mental breakthrough of like, have you thought about this fully? Do you really understand? the whole situation or are you just remembering it from when you were two that can be challenging Um, but for it to be real too um, do we know if Dr. Young continues to counsel Edward I'm not sure I I think think he steps away because he says he's too close because he's close to Albert Albert. and so Mm -hmm. he feels that the ties are too perhaps which totally makes sense yeah I just loved watching these two I loved the the Psychoanalysis, um, and then I, I didn't realize how smart Edward was, also, because right? I kind of, I kind of yeah. figured, you know, like Albert is just like genius, and it doesn't happen so often, and you know, maybe his kids will be a little smart, but I guess mm. both of them are kind of the older son. What is it? The older son plays music. Albie, yeah. Albie's like a, a beautiful musician, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh, Edward himself is like this psych. You know, he understands the psyche. He mm. he's read up on it, he, and it, it comes natural. But he hates his father, and that's really hard to watch. But I had he no only way. hates his father because of what he perceived, what his and mother. Towards the end, he's like, I want to meet, my, I want to see my father. Yes, again. but he also has all this anger. You know, beyond that one mm-hmm. event, the way he thinks his father started a fire because mm-hmm. he wasn't paying attention to the children and smoking his pipe, and he thought yeah. he just was paying attention to himself and his studies. But and we find out that that's not true. But he's also just angry about his entire childhood. That and his father only cares about himself. And that was hard to see because we see Albert is such a sweet father. Always picking up the kids and saying, Maleva, I'll take them and you have yeah. a break and, you know, playing with well, the train. He wasn't we're, we're around, now, though. We're now, no, yes. we're now seeing why uh, the divorce happened, I think, mm-hmm. because Maleva right. was spinning her own web of things. She said to herself, mm-hmm. she's like, I didn't want you to be hurt by your father, so I protected you to by lying. By lying. Right. And What's interesting yeah. is how far apart they seem to be in that because Maleva's like, I just didn't want you to hero worship him, which is natural because I think for a minute Maleva was here worshipping Albert and it, it got her into a place where she thought she could only live if, if he gave her permission um, yeah. the reverse of that is you did so much damage that he doesn't have a relationship with his father oh, which yeah. is 
heartbreaking. And then on top of that, the parent you did trust was lying to you the whole time. Uh, yes. So I got or a whole Edward. other batch of issues no you got to deal with. He's got in yeah. psychology. Yeah. yeah. Psychiatric care. I mean, that, oh, that's wow. a, that'll screw anyone over. Yeah. yeah. So it. Uh, I hope we get some more of Edward because his character was fascinating, um, especially because they leave us with that nice little cliffhanger mm-hmm. at the end of like, I want to see Dad. And I'm like, yeah. I want you to be with Dad because that probably means Jeffrey Rush is coming back. Yay! Do you think that is when we go back to the first episode and the phone keeps ringing and we think it's Maleva? Oh, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That oh, we're going to circle back. I, didn't I, can't, yeah. I can't remember though if that was uh, what the date was um, in that first one. Mm. Was it in the 40s? Because I think the day that we just saw was 32. You mm-hmm. know, it was much older. It was much later. Because was. he was, was like immigrating to the U.S. So it was... Mm-hmm. He wasn't immigrating to the U.S., though, was he? Because the, the war hadn't quite started yeah, yet. Yeah, the war hadn't started oh, yet. Oh, I when thought the it was... There was two, was there was two different discussion. flashes in that episode okay. where it was, like, before the war and, after, and like, right when the war, like, was kind of coming yeah. to an okay. end. So 32 feels close to accurate, but yeah. I'll have to go back and watch about it to be 100% yeah. sure. Um, but, yeah, we have a very brief amount of time. Do you guys have any predictions for next week? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know, but Elsa is making such a huge statement, I think, in his life oh, right now. And, and the you rose. The rose. Did you see? I'm skeptical. Tor- towards the end, the rose. Did in you the see hat, it? yes. Yeah. You so kept I'm, that. I'm going home. I'm going back home, and yes. I'm going to marry Elsa. And I think for me, I just want to see how that relationship unfolds. I just so. want to see how he ends it with Maleva. That's what oh, I really yeah. want to see. I'm so I'm nervous. going to get out of that. It's just not going to go well for her. That's my prediction. And no, I, she's already so broken and fragile, and he says it, and he knows what's going to... I just... I think maybe he's gonna hide it for a little while. See, that's typical Albert that we already know. Right. It's yeah. like yeah. Albert put it all for the as long yeah. as humanly possible. P-I-M-P. And we already showed them in the future where he's all like he's still struggling to understand. Like I can love more than one person <laughs> at a time. So uh, and he's still putting Maleva off. He won't answer the phone. Yeah. So. I think yeah. that we're going to get a messy breakup, yeah. and it's going to hurt, because yeah. yeah. as we all see it, we love uh, Maleva. She's one of our favorite we characters, do. and she's a lot of fun. Um, but thank you once again to our guest, Samantha Coley, for coming in Absolutely. and talking to us. So what yeah. a beautiful human being. Yes. Amazing, yeah. amazing yes. person. and um, The one to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Absolutely. Um, until next week, Zach, where can the audience find you? You can all find me on Instagram and Twitter at Zach with the C-H, Silverman2, and also visit my website, thezachsilverman.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dinner Party CHGO. My name's Elizabeth Alfano, and hit up my website. My interviews with Jeremy Piven and Kevin Spacey are now edited and up, so you can find those Yay! at thedinnerparty.tv. Hi, all. You can find me on Instagram at Nobody Reads Anymore, and on Twitter at Nobody Reads, and at my YouTube channel called Nobody Reads Anymore. I have my latest book, uh, book review on the Everything Store, which is about Amazon and Jeff Bezos, so check it out. I'm so proud of you guys. You do a lot. Um, you do a lot. <laughs> yeah, you do and a lot. And here we yeah. go. <laughs> I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Every Wednesday at Schmoes No. Uh, my interview with W. Kamal Bell is live finally on the Black Girl Nerds podcast, so you can check that out. Uh, also, check out Screen Junkies. I'll be there shortly. We're still picking a date, but I'm excited to do the Screen Junkies news with those guys. Uh... You know, actually, that's yeah, all I have right now. That's it. I was like, is that it? That's it. Thanks for that. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. See you there, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.